0: My podcast. My podcast. What's it called? Don't worry. Bye. Happy with Harry at uh, Dyer. Here's my podcast. My podcast. All right, there. Welcome to episode 61 of Don't Worry by Apollo Happy with me, Harriet Harriet Dyer, Harriet Dyer, Harriet Dyer, that is me, that is me. She's just a poor girl from Cornwall. She's just a poor girl. Why she like to pass <laughs> Hello. Welcome. Oh, I've had a great time. Well, I've been a little bit slack. I don't think I've been slack. I was. So, you know, I do my writing every day and it really feels. I always read before bed, writing in the morning, and I feel that that really gets your brain percolating into a good mindset of mental health is what I think but I've, I've had a few wines lately and then a few then I just haven't really woken up and well I haven't then I haven't really gone to sleep reading and woken up writing but I've done a little bit but I think do you know what it's been my birthday week so and if you can't every once in a while just go do you know what you can have an extra glass of wine. That's alright, sweetie. And I think that's alright. Because as well, my brother and his girlfriend have been up. So, be like watching shows and going for dinner and stuff. So, I think wine with dinner. And if I've been in a show, just afterwards, getting a glass of wine to watch the rest of the show. I think that's alright. Harriet, I mean, you do not have to justify it. No, I don't. I feel like I'm about to sneeze. So... When did my joy start, I hear you ask. Well, many years ago. No. So, well, yeah, no. Many years ago, I ran this comedy gig in Birmingham. And it was difficult. The audience were... So I think the main problem was... And it's weird because I do this now in my current gig, but I just don't have this problem. So I think it's just more the individuals. So basically, I ran this gig, and it was mainly a meet up group that came in Birmingham. And I think often the problem that you can have with if if your comedy night is a meet up group, is the fact that they can often be a really big group, but but they don't know each other, and there's all there's sort of that anxiety and awkwardness around that and around making an impression on all of that so i don't know it, it could be all quite disjointed and then they, they sort of say weird stuff and i guess it fits in with waging in Manchester. but yeah this one so for instance one time this guy was on stage brilliant act as well was on stage and then just suddenly someone in the audience was just like I don't know why you're holding your drink like that. It, The psychology behind it means that you don't like us and you don't want to be here, and it's just shouted that out in the middle of the thing. And then and there was, like, this display of beers, and then one of them come up to me and goes, oh, that beer's... That beer. Is that beer named after you? And it, it was Dirty Blonde, and I was just like... like <laughs> you don't know me. It's just a bit inappropriate. So it was... Yeah, so... The people that came, it was when things like that happened it sort of created a weird atmosphere. And the head of the meetup group, I always think maybe I maybe I've got no right to say because I don't know what it's like, but I am of the frame of mind that when guys go bald I just just let, just let it go. Like I understand it's not as easy for that because I've, you know, spoken to friends that have got balds board, and it's really sort of not their self-esteem and confidence. I know my boyfriend would love nothing more than to have his hair back, but I just think when, when people just are trying desperately to hold on to it. So, so the head of this meetup group would. Uh, Colour in his bald patch in, in like black marker pen, and then so it's sort of, sort of matted and spread down with gel, and then the rest was yeah, coloured in. So when he'd sit behind do. you just people were just always very surprised. Anyway, so, sorry, I've basically digressed. So I took over this gig from someone else. And I didn't live in Birmingham, so I don't know, I guess it became a bit of a chore and then with the audience was sometimes a bit awkward and tricky. I sort of started to lose the love for it, but there were these two people that came, Sarah and Sean, and they were great. They were really savvy and because I'd obviously get a lot of alternative acts... Some people wouldn't go with that whereas they would always go with that, we'd just always have a lovely time and then um I which my mum is saying, but then they they didn't come but it, it wasn't like them and then another girl said that uh, her mum had passed away and my mum had not long passed away, so I sort of reached out and sort of said I was proper sorry to hear this and if there's anything I could do and and all of that and then and then as know, we just sort of stayed in touch. I don't just feel like, well, I always liked her anyway. And then I don't know when, when you know someone's gone through that and you proper know as well, I feel like that sort of brings you together with them as well. And it uh, just got on really well with both of them. So then when I stopped doing the night, oh um, yeah, so then did we meet up? So I stopped doing the night and then we sort of kept in touch with Message on Facebook and that. And then, uh, and then it came to, Oh, is it barrio? Harriet. Sorry, that's... Is it rude to be your I'm not yawning because I'm bored of you. I'm just... I don't even think I'm that tired. It's my body is taking over. My body is taking over in being rude. So that's out of my hands because my mouth's not be, being rude. Well, no, your mouth is being rude because the yawn was coming out of your mouth. Yeah, but My brain's not being... Just my vessel my vessels being rude so I'm sorry about that so so yeah so then I gigged in Birmingham and then I asked her she wanted to come along and brought some friends and it was great it was really good and We was supposed to be going to this cheese thing yeah and her friends are so lovely so nice anyway so then on Saturday I was doing this gig I hadn't seen her for a while and uh, so I was going to stay at hers and then after, so went to do the gig Angelos Epithimu, is it, is it Apili- Angelos Epithemu was on I feel like I said the surname wrong but he's fucking brilliant I gigged with him not long ago as well so and all different stuff really there was, uh, so I did the uh, my city song, and everyone was just really confused. But then, this one woman was proper singing along like knew all the words, and I didn't understand what had happened because how did she know? And then she came up to me afterwards and she said that she felt we were kindred spirits and she could just sense the <laughs> words. She got um, goose pimples. Yeah, it was. I was surprised too, but yes I was chatting away and so my friends were so nice to catch up and then they've got this beautiful venue in Starbridge called Claptrap and they had an alternative 80s night oh so after the gig went back there that's like an absolute motherfucker and just had a brilliant time and everyone was like oh it's really good that you dressed up for the for the night and I was like Oh, this is my clothes, this is how I dress, I just dress like I'm from the 80s, and do you know what, because I used to love dancing so much, and I don't do it anymore, well A, I never go out clubbing, because it makes me too anxious, and B, I just always feel too self-conscious when, when I dance, when I was back in the day, well, I just, I'd just be so pissed, but I, I can't drink like I used to, I used to be able to like drink a bottle of gin and be fine-ish, but now I have a bloody pint and I feel it anyway. But I've realised the secret is eighties music because you you're not asked about looking stupid because everyone's looking stupid, you know all the words, and it yeah it's just it's just brilliant. I was I just had so much fun dancing to eighties music. Often I was just dancing by myself. My friend was, it was her venue, so we danced with her for quite a bit, but then also, she'd be working, like, well, be working there. Absolutely brilliant fun. And then I stayed there. And I got given a Beatrix Potter 50 pence piece. I had the bloody time of my life. I mean, the journeys were fucking wrong. Because the day before, I gigged in Ulverston, which is like Cumbria way. That was a bloody ball ache. But again, the gig was great. Do you know what? I think I've... This is going to sound like quite boastful, but someone that was on sort of didn't do so well on the bill, and they said to me, oh, I thought it would be all right because you did well at the top. And I know, like... I guess I'm, you yeah, I'm classed as, like, an alternative act, but, I don't know, I think I've sort of, I think there's tricks in, in it, because, I mean, this might probably blow up in my face, but I just don't, I don't die anymore, like, some gigs will go better than others, and then, and then there's bits that just aren't for some people, but, but, yeah, I just don't really die anymore, and then, I think, because I've got bits that I can always say if it's not going as well, and, yeah so I don't I don't really know when I did that but when she said that I was like but I said as well so don't be sad that you haven't done so well because I've got tricks and and it's a good thing that you don't have tricks because yours is purer and you're more true to yourself and alternative because I'd love to oh the set I've got that's not particularly what I want to do you know I'm just doing what I'm doing what the people want man do not you know who I am though well, in my way, so obviously it's still, yeah, but having the city song, that's fucking weird. Yeah, but often that's everyone's childhood, and that's, yeah, that's something that's not a trick, and that won't always go well, but but in the same way, you've got bits in it that, so you refer, oh, I did, I did a law degree when you've got a puppet on your hand and all stuff like that. You've got tricks that are funny, even if people aren't liking the song. Well, get me. I'm a right old bloody trickster, ain't I? So yeah, I did that then. I was a little bit hungover, to be honest, although I didn't drink like a mad woman. But yeah, like I said, I just can't really drink. And the barman was like, you're not the first person to ever order red wine on a Saturday night. I guess it's not a dancing drink. I just love a red wine. It's like, it's like warming, I think, although I love it in the, in the summer as well. I'm sure I used to drink red wine and lemonade. It's just fucking weird, isn't it? I don't know why I did that. Yes, yeah, so then the next day I got the train and then up to Manchester and then went to meet my brother and his girlfriend that have come to visit and it's been fantastic been so much fun to see that we've done loads of fun stuff and then yes I've been hanging out going for food dogs and dough In Manchester that's really good pizza and hot dogs where else have I been uh the shranken by me that's like nice. the change bunny recipe though change the recipe too many peppers too many peppers too many many peppers just a load of peppers crunchy peppers Went for a walk, a nice walk. Been perusing, is that the right word? Perusing or perusing around town. They went off to the sort of traffic Center and, and stuff like that. I had it today. I had, I had a gig. I mean... Well, so I had this gig. Get to the gig and this guy's nice and everything, but... I don't know. just got a weird vibe from him. He's When people... Because well you've got to be careful when when someone's going to watch you do stand up when they're talking before you might not agree so he, he was recommending all this comedy that I just knew wasn't just wasn't for me in any way shape or form, but you know you'd, you don't want to offend someone and you know before you've been on and it was just like the what's it called the um what was it the guy that did, did had the puppet that was a terrorist Do you know what I mean? And then this guy's telling me about that, and I'm just like, oh, it's just not for me at all. Um, anyway, and then and then he was sort of made a comment, I said I hadn't seen a vape like that, because it's like a really long one, and he's like, oh, it's not the only thing that's longer than... And then um, he said, in fact, two people that night said, have I seen you alive at the Apollo? I was like, no. Just got the same face as Zoe Lyons, just got the same like smile and that. Uh, and then he was like, "Yeah, but you're both like proper fit." And I was just like, Bleh. Um, "I don't know." We just got a vibe. He was just—I don't know. Could you say this? Like, he was just too confident. But then it—you feel like I can't say that because it's—it's it's good that he feels confident, but maybe cocky, isn't it? I guess cocky's more. Anyway, so went on, had a really good gig. I had a really good game, in fact. But, my God, I didn't think it would be good. They were all in wheelchairs, all old, but all brilliant. I mean, I did the drug stuff at the end and majorly misjudged it. But they even, like, appreciated that, because I said, I, I mean, I misjudged this, but I've started now, so I'm going to have to finish. And there was two young people that were just loving it, so I just... But then everyone was just laughing because of the fact that I just acknowledged it. So anyway, so I had a great gig, and it just goes to show you you can't judge for these things, I guess. So then, so Jonathan was on after. Was very flamboyant. He's gay. He talks about all that in his set, and he'd been there before, and uh, went really well, which is why, which is why they headed back. And then this little man in the middle of it just goes all bright red, storms out. This isn't my humour. Storms out, then goes back, grabs his wife. She just looks embarrassed. They both storm out. Ugh. Kyle, what is wrong with you? You can't, you wouldn't do that in the theatre. The but I I stand by this. I think if you felt that strongly and there's a lot of gay content, okay, you're fucking homophobic. I, I strongly believe that. And Jonathan sort of well, yeah, I think he thought he did, but I don't think he really went in on him. But then the so the lad I was telling you about with the with the long vape and all of that, he was like and Jonathan was sort of talking about it when the guy had stormed out. He was like, leave it. Just leave it, all right? Getting all red-faced because it, it was his dad. And it's like, no, he doesn't have to fucking leave it. Just because it's your dad. I'm sorry, but your dad's been a prick. And as well, that bloody relationship, the fact that he's just dragged her out as well. Jesus Christ. It's just all sad, sad and pathetic. Like if something's not your cup of tea, it's totally fine. Just sit back, relax, wait for the next thing. Like, it doesn't matter. And as well, because his son was in a band after the comedy, because he, he'd made such a dick of himself, he couldn't even come back to watch his own son. And then it turned out. So then the bloody the, the boy with the long vape, uh, come in and sort of asked to speak to Jonathan. And then. So he told Jonathan that his dad was having a tough time because his son had been in an accident and his head was in scaffolding and, and all of that. And that's awful, so awful. But Jonathan then felt so bad. But it's like, well, no, like, that's awful. But everyone's got stuff going on. And if you have got stuff coming, he's chosen to come out so he should be able to sort of sit back, relax and just enjoy what happens. There's nothing to do with his son being in an accident made him storm out. Like nothing, nothing whatsoever. There wasn't a bit about a car accident. Then you can understand it. Like, it annoys me when people make excuses for themselves. But the, it doesn't exist. If you, if you went, you know what? In fact, it was not even his place to say because his dad wasn't there to say. But if it, if he was like, do you know what? I've got a lot on. I can see my ass, and I shouldn't have, and blah blah blah. Can I'd love, to, I'm sorry, and I'd love to come back in. And but yeah, it's, I wonder if that happens. Looks so I guess it's, it's a, a lot of or um, well, some explicit content, but I, I don't know because I'm a sort of comedy, regular comedy goer, well just through gigging I guess comedy turner up because of my job and some stuff's not for me but it's, when you look out and you just see people having a lovely time you know, like, well it's not for me but you know, they like it and fair play like this old man proper old man come up to me afterwards said I much he enjoyed Jonathan, and then said to me that he thought I was quite good. And that was fine. Right. <laughs> it was nice. Honestly, it was quite nice chatting to him. He was saying that he, he must have been... Yeah, because he, he lives in a, a home. And he's in his 80s. and He loves trying. He was looking forward to Celebrity Get Me Out Of It, he telling me how Noel Edmonds is getting... um. 600 grand for it. It's mad, isn't it? Anyway, he was telling me that when his friends go abroad, he gets them to bring back loads of stuff like uh, scorpions and widgety grubs, and then he just loves eating them all. So bloody hell, would so love getting your teeth around like a wallaby dick. He was like, yeah, I wouldn't mind it. This guy was like 88. Madness. They call it madness. Yeah, so all that happened, and then yesterday, do you know what I was, no, don't say that, and then yesterday, it was my birthday, I had a bloody great day, went for the most delicious dinner, and a whole of these days, so I went to, for my other podcast, went to interview Dame Baptiste, and I said it was my birthday, and he gave me, he's going, so I said we're going for steak, and he was like, um, what steak do you get, and I said, oh, "I always was great get the cheapest. Can you give me twenty quid to go and get yourself a nice steak? I just thought that was so lovely. Such a good egg and listening to him so eloquent and articulated. So I just, yeah, just think he's great. Check out all of his stuff if you don't if you haven't heard of him. Dane Baptiste. I think he's a real um like voice of of today. I just think very clever very switched on, very current, really good, a real spin to my podcast, a real alternative views on my podcast, Um, no, alternative viewpoint, not alternative views, if you haven't checked out my podcast yet, do so, comedians chatting about sneakers, leave a review on this, leave a review on that. Leave a review on everything, and that is that. It's a delicious time yesterday. Some lovely friends came up with me. Lou came for dinner. My friend Mike came to the German market and gave me an advent calendar. And then the the dinner was so good. I had that bloody steak, I had cheese board for dessert. I had a bloody wonderful time. It was great. So nice. My brother and his girlfriend are just lovely. I hope they don't, not like, oh, just be so sad if they ever broke up. Like, Jess has become part of the family. And, and you know, we never replace mum, but it's just nice having an extra person around at Christmas. I hope they stay together, but, um, my brother is a funny old pickle. It's the loveliest boy ever, but sometimes he's a bit inept of emotions so my boyfriend so I nipped off to do the uh the, the podcast and then my boyfriend was telling me that that Jess almost got hit by a bus so he sort of pushed her forward and then she was really upset I think because she almost got hit by a bus and then my brother just didn't really say anything you would have thought it would have been up to him to sort of save her and comfort her whereas my boyfriend did it and my boyfriend is one of a kind, but I just hope, because it's not your place to say, but you just hate for, because I know how easy it is in a relationship to feel like the other one just doesn't care and doesn't support, but then you don't know their, their dynamic, whether they're fine like that, but then sometimes when the person isn't, supportive and isn't affectionate and i'm sure he is a bit but sometimes when they're not as maybe as the other person would like they just completely don't know might need to be told but yeah it's a tricky one isn't it it's a tricky one anyway let's uh have a gander at your good news oh let's say this so So Christine Elizabeth said yesterday, I was singing the dinosaur song yesterday and the best part of it was that I was singing it as I was singing it. Oh, Harriet, I was singing your dinosaur song yesterday and the best part of it was that I was singing it as it was a special request from a little girl who loves dinosaurs and has heard me sing it before. Ah, Happy birthday, Harriet. Thank you, Christine Elizabeth, you lovely, lovely bugger. That's lovely, isn't it? Do you know what? My friend Chris was just telling me that he has... He's running a comedy course, and he has given them homework to listen to the dinosaur song to show that comedy doesn't have to be... Like how everyone else is doing it can be different. I thought that was great. And... Uh, a friend of mine's girlfriend has listened to this podcast and she loves it, thinks it's really important and is showing it to Salford Royal. Is that a hospital? I assume that's a hospital. Or is it a uni? I, I don't really care. I just think it's so touching that someone has heard my podcast and thought people need to listen to this. So I'm very chat about that. Ruska says, new medication seems to be kicking in and I've started getting, I feel like I'm always saying your name wrong Ruska, am I? Will you tell me when I next see you because I really really like you and I don't want to fuck your name up. it's very disrespectful isn't it? New medication seems to be kicking in and I've started getting some stuff done to the house that desperately needs doing, there are weeds growing in front of my door that I need to step over to get in had a lovely time at Barking Tales on Wednesday and books off the date of the next one so I can get there nice and early. And saw Bohemian Rhapsody on Thursday. It was amazing. Hope you're having a lovely week too. Isn't that great? Christine Elizabeth, I have a fun time seeing your brother and I remember from an earlier podcast that it's your birthday later in the week. I've, oh, so lovely that, that you remembered. I am really touched about that. Sandra Joy says... Had a great few days down south with rallies, so elderly and poorly. Very good journeys there, but hubby said never managed 70 miles per hour on over 25 before. Do you know what? Speaking of that, I reckon for the first time I will be driving before too long my driving instructor said definitely before Edinburgh next year and that's great I feel like for the first time I am getting there now racing for all my gears and
1: so now fact, after this I'm
0: going to do another uh, test on the computer so I need to do my theory and as well speaking of, of a whisker and the um, doctors I Finally, because since moving to, to Glossop, I haven't signed into a doctor's. And do you know what? It's not fair on my boyfriend. I've decided, and I I probably need to go back on medication. And and I thought there was a shame in that, and I was worried. Cause, but I don't think it makes me less funny if I'm still determined and to keep writing and stuff. But you know, I'm I'm just so short-tempered and angry a lot of the time, and and I'd sort of kick off a bit, and, that, and, and that's not good. And, and I didn't do that when I was on medication. And I think, I think we, uh, well, I know I feel like a sort of failure having to be on medication. But the thing is, with en- with anything, like say with cancer or something, you wouldn't come off your medication. So the, I shouldn't come off. My mental health medications you know if i need a bit of a help with it i need a bit of a help and ideally i won't, don't want to be on it forever but well that seems to be the thing so i get like i don't want to be on this forever then i come off it but then i just think you're not really putting steps into place for when you come off it do you know what i mean because you can't People are like, oh, you don't need to be on it forever. But then you come off it and essentially your brain's still the same. And let, well, I guess maybe if you've... Maybe if you're on the medication with counselling and stuff like that, would be quite different. But, well, someone is waiting for a counsellor since bloody 2014, so I don't think that's fucking happening, do you? Jesus Christ. Claire Forrester says, best day ever, finally got a to bear 50p. They're, they're brilliant ones go around. Also saw the lovely Gary Delaney at Salford on Thursday plus girly night with friends last night. I hope you could too. Katie Dexter said, I got a free Lego Velociraptor kit with my purchase of Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, and it made my week. And I said to her, Oh, have you seen my Triceratops Christmas decoration, because she said she was looking for them the other day, and now she's got one the same but in gold And uh, so Katie look at my latest Instagram Instagram? I got a Dilophosaurus Pez dispenser For my birthday For my birthday What a legend, right you lovely buggers. Thank you as always to David Harris. Thank you to everyone you bunch of legends uh, check out my Patreon if you'd like to sort of tip me, I guess is the way to to, to say it. Leave a review, that would be very handy. Check out my other podcast. Do, do you know what, if you really can't leave a review or leave a tip or anything like that, just spread the word. It'd be great. Thanks. All the best. This has been episode 61. No, it hasn't. It's been 71, hasn't it? Was it 70? Oh, fucking hell, I don't know. Fuck knows what what episode this is, but it's quite a high number. All right, thank you. Good night. That was my podcast. My podcast for listening download share tell your pal at the shop don't worry bye happy my podcast my podcast